0: And welcome to the Presenter Mastery Podcast. I'm Lucas, CEO of Headgain and Amateur Speaker. And I am David, the expert in speaking. Yes, and together we're <laughs> your weekly guides to unlocking the power of presentation skills. Mm. And today's episode, David, yes, we are talking about
1: self-doubt. Ooh, one of my favorite subjects.
0: Yes, self-doubt. Can be masked as imposter syndrome. You could call it that you have low self esteem.
1: You could call it a lot of things. True. What do you call it? Yeah, I, I right on the money, my man. Absolutely. I think uh, the, uh, the the interesting thing is to ask ourselves what is it, mm. right? Uh, I what I love in anything I do is to ask myself why, 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 why. why? So, when I started with public speaking, I actually, my first courses in presentation skills were around like the psychology of communicating and mm-hmm. learning styles. Do you remember learning styles like visual, kinesthetic? Auditive, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I, haven't,
0: I haven't talked about it since. Gartner the, and all that.
1: Yeah. I think uh, last time I heard about kinesthetic learning yeah. was
0: middle school.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the seven intelligences. Like, I, that was my focus on my mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. course, like 20 four years ago Hmm. but then i asked myself but why does this work right so i dived into the the neuroscience of it and then i'm like but why does that work and then i dived into the biochemistry of it and i'm like but why does that work and i dove into the genetics and the evolution of it Mm. because i cannot stop asking why it's the same thing here what what is self-esteem and why does it work the way it works Mm. so if we Deep dive into that, we can find that it's associated with a substance called serotonin, which is a neurosubstance. And that is connected with social status. So what has been seen in primates, because it's very hard to measure serotonin in humans, is that the, the primate, which is highest in the hierarchy, say that there's 30 primates in, in a group, mm. the one that is highest is, the, say, the alpha has the highest level of serotonin. and the person or the, the, the ape or the primate, which is at the lower part or the lowest part of the hierarchy, has the lowest amount of serotonin. Hmm. So the entire like hierarchy is built on, well, serotonin. Where does that come from? Well, if we look at the person at the very top, that person is content, can literally reproduce with any other mate gets to choose where to live gets to choose what to eat right full control serotonin levels are high their social status is high wherever they go wherever they walk they p- other primates look at them and they're like wow right and then you have the very bottom they cannot choose who to mate with they cannot choose what to eat and they don't, never know where they're going to sleep they could kill a rabbit and they're like Woo, I killed a rabbit and then this big primate the top primate goes like That's mine. Mm. They never know if they're going to have something to eat. So they're constantly stressed compared to the first one. And this is in any company. You can go from the top CEO to the person working on the floor. The top CEO will have a higher level of serotonin and the one on the floor will have a lower level of serotonin. Mm. All right. So based on this, our social status is, is impacted by who's around us. So I'll give you another example. You, Lucas, you're phenomenally good at dots, right? Mm. Okay. Now tell me something that you suck at. Yeah, uh, you suck at. Oof. Uh, mm, 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 uh, uh, uh,
0: dancing. He's so good at so many things. <laughs> so good at so many things. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So imagine Lucas. He's he's not very good at dancing, mm. right? And. Also, he's he's like a little bit ashamed of that fact, right? Mm, Which is quite true, actually. Which is quite true. All right. And you work as the CEO of this company. So your day is going to look like this. You wake up uh, with your family. Your social status there, imagine it's it's fairly uh, good. So you're... You you ain't got a problem there. Like your your, dog looks up to me. Yeah, your your (laughs) level is stable. Your kids look up to you, okay? So you're probably higher up in the hierarchy. You're content. Your serotonin levels are flowing. You're feeling okay, yeah? You come to the company. I think your significance and serotonin levels increase even higher because Mm. people see you as the CEO, the main boss. Uh, Your social status here is super high, okay? But then the day comes to an end and you... um, for some unknown reason, you end up at a dance floor and you're like, you're, you're doing your best, but everyone around you is literally experts in dancing uh. and nobody knows who you are. And you don't know really who they are, but you, you just feel how your social status is tumbling down to the lowest point. And you look at all these people around you who are so excellent and dancing and the entire audience, they're looking at them. Nobody's looking at you. <laughs> no. Some people are looking at you, but they got this big cushion <laughs> yeah. in front of them. They're like, oh, that's horrible. Please stop dancing. <laughs> and you go like, you leave that place and your mood has dropped yep. because serotonin is connected to mood. Mm. Okay. And your self-esteem has dropped. Because,
0: Jesus, I'm getting sweaty hands just from thinking of this.
1: <laughs> relative to who's around you, your social status just dropped. Mm. Okay, because you're no longer the uh, the big dog. But then you end the evening by going to your darts club, and when you walk in there, Lucas, you are so good that when you walk in, people start whispering. Mm. Right, they turn their heads and you can see they look at you with admiration, your entire stance changes. The way you walk changes. Suddenly, from the corner, somebody starts with an applaud, slow clap, just because you entered the room. And then you go like, it's dart time, man, it's dart time. And you go 60, 60, 60, 60, 60. You do like just a clear run, you beat the heck out of everyone there are salutations there are applauds you leave that your serotonin is so high it can't go any higher because relative to them your social status is now high
0: mm.
1: okay now i've explained the why and the background of this like there's an evolutionary reason to this and we're still impacted by today like we can literally have a high well you could be in the dark club your social status is super high but then you open up your phone and then you look at your uh, social media and somebody's or you, you post something and people hate it or whatever. right? Now you're, so now your perceived social status plummets again. So your entire day is more like a roller coaster based on who you meet and which social circumstance you're in. Mm. Now, back to presentations. okay? You're standing there downside, down by the stage and you're getting ready to go up. You feel very confident, so your self-confidence is high. You're prepared well. You know you you know your subject you you've a, you've attended to present mastery which, which is our training so you know that you're freaking flawless at this your confidence is a 10 my man your self esteem is um maybe just a little bit doubting maybe it's at a 6 maybe you're going like oh i don't know you know can um, will they like me you know mm. will i be accepted I hope so. I hope mm. so. I know we worked in training,
0: but will mm. it really work in real life?
1: Yeah, yeah. Will I in this social status get a high social status by standing on this stage or a low so- social status? That's your question really. That's where self-esteem comes from. So you go up on stage and you start well. You know, you knock it out of the park doing tremendously well. You can feel your social status increase seven. Seven and a half. You can see the eyes of the people. The eye contact. They're leaning forwards. They're making notes. They think you're important. So your perceived social status is increasing by each thing that you are saying. You got, you, you're feeling an eight. You're feeling a nine. You're hitting a ten. You, the way they look at you is like you're a Hollywood star. Like you're the main being of this planet. That's what, the, the way they look at you. And then somewhere mid keynote which is what i did this is a true story right Mm. i started using the wrong name of the company i started using a competitor's name so instead of saying you all at microsoft i said you all at apple and i could literally see their faces their entire respect for me just disappear my level of social status in that social situation plummeted from a 10 to a 9 to an 8 to a 7 to a 6 to a 5 to a 4 to a 3 to a 2. I left and um, I managed to fix it to a certain extent after actually. So maybe I brought it up to a 6 again. Mm. But when I left there, it wasn't all the same thing. So my self-esteem had taken a hit. That is self-esteem, your own perceived level in the social ladder of the people that you're with okay now some people have super low self-esteem so before going up their confidence is super high but they may be questioning everything that they are Things like they won't like me. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so they won't believe in what I'm saying. I, uh, I'm not going to be respected. I'm not going to be accepted. And you start thinking back to memories when you weren't accepted or nor mm. respected. And you're, <clears throat> boom, you're, you're placing yourself at a one. Your confidence is a 10 because you know the skill, you know the subject, but you don't believe in yourself, mm. in, uh, that, you, that you belong in that social circumstance. So you're killing yourself. And that is seen. When you walk up on that stage, they can see that in your eyes. They can hear it in your voice. Even if you're prepared for like 10 years, it doesn't matter because if you don't believe that you fit or that you suit that social situation, you're smoked. Hmm. I find this fascinating because self-esteem and self-doubt is just thrown around, you know. But what on earth does it actually mean? It means... Your perceived level of social status compared to the others in the room.
0: Mm. So how do you fix it?
1: How do you fix it? Well, or, A, you I could th- only hang out with people which you perceive that you have a higher social status than. Mm. Okay. Easy. Easy. <laughs> so yeah, just get friends which you find that you are a higher social status being then. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Hang out with mm. those people. Well, actually people tend out to get stuck in this though mm. because they go like I don't deserve to hang out with people with a higher social status than me mm. I don't deserve being with them so they just avoid doing that which means that they're constantly ending up as a six and they, they just hang out with people at a six and they don't grow from that mm. they've just accepted that there are six in life and that's it so that's it, that's one solution Okay, I don't know how progressive that is
0: I I think you'll find a place where where it feels comfortable, right? There is no reason for you to grow from it because you're feeling good. Mm. And for some, yes, that is enough. I mean, I know people that they live in the same area that they were born into and they know exactly how everything works. Maybe it's because of it's scary going outside, getting Mm -hmm. into being uncomfortable in new situations, doing something new, stepping outside of the chosen path for you. Um, um so yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it is comfortability and i'm good with the social status yeah
1: absolutely mm. because where they are say in their neighborhood they're the person who fixes everything you plow the snow yeah. you you know people look up to you in your little neighborhood of 10 houses you're a 10 <laughs> in social status mm which means that you are that primate at the very top no you can't go around just picking whoever you want to reproduce <laughs> with and whatever where you want to sleep but literally mm. you have yeah. a high social status so mm. why <clears throat> venture out into the next neighborhood where your social status is a 7 or maybe challenged mm. well that's individual it's up to every individual to ask yourself you know do I want to challenge myself and the social mm. status i have mm.
0: um I just want to say it, it, it's also basically the same where you want to, it's time to change line of work yeah. right? you, you go to a new employer mm. and you come to this big employer with 500 employees mm-hmm. and then suddenly you are the one that doesn't know jack shit about yeah. this place right yeah. so it's uh, I, I, I'm, people are experiencing this very often yes as soon as they change something as mm. soon as they move to a
1: new area yeah and um, that I think that's a choice or you mm. can choose not to mm. yeah uh, okay so there's a vaccine yes yes and my friend, it's called self-love. The more you love yourself, the more you like, truly can look yourself in the mirror and go, you're an amazing person. The more you can do that, the less impacted you are about what, what others uh, think and feel about you. So, um, Maria... Who's the one who does our uh, mindset coaching in the Present Mastery program? I'd uh, I'd, I'd say that she's like uh, an eight or nine in self-love. You know, she when uh, when you give her compliments, she doesn't really listen. She kn- she nods, you know, but she already knows that she's amazing, <laughs> right? When she gives when she gets uh, criticism, she goes, okay. I'll listen to that and, uh, and uh, I'll apply it. But it won't impact what I feel because I already love myself so mm. much. So a person who has like really low self-love will be massively impacted by what other people think. They live for compliments. They live for it. Because compliments, every time they get a compliment, their social status increases, their serotonin gets a boost. Boom. But as soon as they don't get compliments or they get criticism, they go down. Mm. So the entire life is like a roller coaster. Up and down, up and down, mm. up and down, up and down.
0: There's a poor rule like, created for themselves about needing yeah. external confirmations to feel internal love and, and self-esteem.
1: Yes. Mm. So how do you love yourself? Well, the same way you hate yourself. You just keep repeating whatever fact you want to believe in. Mm. Yeah? So if you want to doubt yourself, keep on repeating self-doubt. If you want to hate yourself, keep on repeating self-hate. If you want to love yourself, keep on repeating self-love. How do you repeat it? Pff, yeah, well, journal. Every time you go to bed, Just journal why you love yourself. Or journal what you've done great today, what you've done amazing today. Um, when you catch yourself being self-critical, say three amazing things about yourself which you've done great. When um, when you tend to compare yourself with others, take a step back and compare yourself to where you were a year ago or two years ago. Always compare with yourself, not with somebody else. Mm. But just become conscious about doing that mm. and not running away with it. And uh, just, and, and the and the brain is so simple in its nature, and that is whatever you repeat, you will become. Yeah. And it's the same thing here. So... Yeah. That is the vaccine.
0: Mm. It's so easy to, the the comparison, as you're saying, Mm. these last, what is it, say 10 years now with social media increase year over year, over year, over year. Yeah. It's so apparent, like how wonderful everything Mm. is for everyone else. And that's the comparison that a lot of people have. Yeah. And I can I know it from myself. I I was um, very sick a couple of years back because I had the wrong references. Mm. I can see afterwards now that I was comparing myself to the situation of others and feeling that I didn't have enough or feeling that I needed more to be happy. Mm. So I I made myself a rule where I would not feel happy or content or self-love or whatever the the happiness feeling was until i did x mm. and well if you don't allow yourself to enjoy the journey towards x then it's <laughs> you, there is no well it's an easy way to burn out let's just say it like that
1: yeah yeah yeah. and the values and rules that tool that you're talking about we haven't talked about this on this oh, podcast no, no, before no, yeah uh, but that's that's for another episode as well. But values and rules mm. is just a technique within within self leadership and self regulation mm. to um, kind of I guess reprogram your brain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have the vaccine, and then um, I'll give you another one as well. And that is when you when you're up there. Take my situation. I was a ten, started saying this wrong company name, fell down to a, a three. I repaired it fairly, ended off with a six. Left the stage. Said hi to some people, got in the cab. And then my mind started repeating my failure. How could you? Why did you? How sad is that? And every single time you do that, you just amplify that sensation of low self-esteem and that you are not worthy being in this situation, right? You're literally lowering your rank in the social status of society Mm -hmm. for each step that you take. Mm -hmm. You start going like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, maybe I shouldn't be doing keynotes, you know? So the the way to do that is to use another technique within self-regulation and self-leadership, which is called break the pattern. Which literally means that as soon as you leave that stage, you say this mantra. Well, there's many ways to break a pattern. You can jump into a cold lake and have a cold plunge. That will break your pattern. But um, this one's probably a bit easier. And it's, uh, the mantra goes like this. I, I, I did as good as I could under the circumstances that I gave myself. That's the only thing. And every single time your mind wants to think about everything that you did bad, you just keep on replacing it with, I did as good as I could under the circumstances I gave myself. Optionally, I did as good as I could under the circumstances that were given to me. Any one of those two will do. And just keep breaking the pattern of thinking about the failure over and over and over again. instead think of how can you do it differently next time? Mm. What can you learn from this? All right, so that's uh, that self-esteem from an evolutionary, biochemical, and neuroscientific and psychological perspective. Mm. So I hope that that has made sense to to all of you listening. And and also, I just want to make a note that uh, the the book that I've written on this called High on Life is now out in English. Yep. Um, but it's uh, it's coming out in a total of thirty two languages. We got a new one yesterday, Romanian. Oh, yes. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, So you'll be able to find this probably in your native language wherever you are. Uh, High on Life, search for my name. It includes what we just talked about. You know, the book is about your internal communication, what you say to yourself, to command yourself.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Smashing. All right.
0: Well, thank you, David, for yet another episode, and for you listening. I hope you found value in this, and if you did, and you have a revelation, do take a screenshot of the episode share it on social media and let us know we would just love to hear how the impact of what you learn here is impacting your your life and your 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 own self great yes
1: good chat all right all thank right. you thank see you, you next you. bye Bye-bye.